0: Well, it was something that I didn't realize I had until I figured out that what I've achieved, and it's something I'm always working on. I'll be honest with you, Alex. It's something mm. that I'm always developing and I'm always trying to find ways to uh, improve my mindset. But I, one thing I can say is that I've found out um over years and years, over twenty years that it's it's literally it's literally everything. Yeah. you know it can make or break yourself and it's just having that trust um and you know really you know kind of trying to amplify and trying to do things every day to make to, to enhance your mindset because you know when i when i came when i didn't realize it and when when i when we got the success with bb mark i had this mindset that nothing would stop me mm. and nothing would stop us and, and and i think about what we achieved
1: welcome to screw it just do it the number one ranked entrepreneurship podcast for business owners entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be so the aim of this show is to showcase the world's most inspiring and interesting people who've decided to screw it just do it we offer 20% inspiration and 80% education, giving you the tools and advice to start, grow, and scale a successful business. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, podcast agency owner with a number one podcast, and startup advisor to global startup generator and early-stage VC, Antler. Each week, I release two episodes, a Q&A every Wednesday with one of the world's most inspiring figures – Plus, a solo episode every Saturday where I cover the challenges that all of us are facing as entrepreneurs. Over the last four years of this show, I've detailed the habits, routines, and rituals of some of the world's most successful entrepreneurs. Where I found I needed a little help was in my evening routine, especially how I unwind before bed. Do you have a routine or do you leave it to chance? Some of the most talked about things you can do include putting your phone down, switching your screen off an hour or so before bed, stretching, taking a hot shower, and not eating rich food or drinking alcohol too close to bedtime. These are great ideas, but not everybody's lifestyle can accommodate them, which is why I decided to take a deep sleep nootropic called Boost, brought to you by Pure Sports CBD called Unwind. Unwind. It helps you both get to sleep and helps your sleep quality too. So I've partnered with Pure Sports CBD to provide a premium and trusted natural product to help you as a busy entrepreneur go further. You can get twenty percent off their entire range by going to puresportcbd.com and entering the code Just Do It twenty. That's Just Do It two zero. <laughs> Welcome to episode 356 of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, and my very special guest this week, Christian Burns. Now, I've been listening to Christian's music for 15 years now. I just didn't realise it had been that long. He's worked with the likes of Armin Van Buren, Tiesto, Paul Oakenfold, Ferry Corsten, Chicane, BT, Paul Van Dyke, and he was even one third of the British band BB Mac, who conquered both sides of the Atlantic. So, Serendipity brought us together on Clubhouse, of course, and I've been trying to get him on this podcast for a while, and I'm super pleased to, to make it happen. His recent release, Love Songs from Suburbia, has just reached number one in the dance chart as well. So, even more reason for you to take note, listen to what he's got to say and go and check out his music because it fuels my life, especially my running. Uh, When I take off down the beach or in the forest, it's fueled with the sounds that Christian um, has helped produce and also write and sing on. We talk about a whole bunch of different things here, um, about mindset, having a great mindset being everything, how it can make or break you, how to trust your capabilities then your mindset will transform to that nothing can stop me mentality and about awareness being key, that you need to be aware if you're in a negative state and have the mentality to stop and do something positive. Also about the keys to success in being doing something that you're passionate about and that you love and that how you can help yourself by putting yourself in situations and opportunities Out there, he's also an entrepreneur, not just a musician now. Covid has uh, seen to that, and he's building a business by creating and writing music and helping others do exactly the same. So, I was super excited. Uh, One of those conversations that I could have uh, carried on for hours and hours, in all honesty, um, because his music is literally the soundtrack to my life. So, if you haven't discovered Christian Burns before, uh, listen to this. Then go check out um his music. So without further ado, screw it, just do it. Christian Burns. Good day, Christian Burns, multi-platinum selling artist and award-winning songwriter. Been in the music industry 20, 20 plus years now.
0: Yeah, showing my age a bit there, Alex. But yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Good morning.
1: Or good afternoon. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so look, um t- to dive straight in, I first became aware of you um back in the I guess it was the the noughties listening to the likes of um, Tiesto's Elements of Life album, um, BT's, um These Hopeful Machines, and then Armor Van Buren, um this light between us as well. But how far back do you go um, in that industry before you started collaborating with with those people? And obviously I can go back to pre kind of dance music, but what, what got you into that and working with those kind of guys?
0: Well, the year was 1974 and uh, I'm not joking. No, that was on I was born. <laughs> but uh, no, I, you know what? Um, it's been one hell of a journey for me, Alex, and it's been a very uh, varied journey. And, you know, I started off. Um when I was a kid, I was in bands. I was always interested in it. But um it was in my twenties. I started a band with a couple of friends of mine called BB Mac. And we we uh I'll cut a long story short, but we um we ended up cracking it in America. And that was my first kind of you know, dipping my toes in the water there. And we, you know, we we, we had a huge success in America. We sold three million albums. Uh we had a number one in America, number one for 12 weeks with our track Back Here um and you know we toured the world with the likes of Britney Spears and NSYNC and you know even Aerosmith Bon Jovi we, we were like you know all over the place and that was a crazy crazy time um and yeah I, I, that took me um up until we, we we split up um or we took a break actually in 2003 we actually did a new album last year we <laughs> took a break for about 15 years um but yeah that was uh that was the, my first kind of. Experience within the music industry, and it was it was very different to the stuff I do now. You know, it was uh, it was a lot of you know guitars and you know pop music, and Mm. and you know I kind of came out of that time in 2003, and I I reinvented myself. You know, I had to stay because what what I found was Alex was I came out of this you know this pop background, and and then I had this idea to do something a little bit different. You know, I, I was listening to bands like and The killers and and stuff right. like that, and I was listening getting into this more indie rock kind of mm. sound, and and I, I would I would write these songs and I would send them off to record companies, and I would I called myself something different. I called myself Inhaler. That was the name of the band. I didn't want to say you know because I didn't want to prejudge right, right. Was, where I come from because mm. there was a huge backlash in in two thousand three. You know, around about that time, there's a huge backlash on pop music, and it was like, hey, everyone's going guitars now, and everyone's you know. G- you know, grunge and all this stuff. I was going to say it was grunge, and, wasn't there? LaVonna. Rock and roll, and, yeah, it was cool. all that. And it was like pop was dead for a few years there. It was kind of dead. So, I and I'd, and I'd write these songs and I'd send them off to record companies and uh, they'd be like, this is amazing, you know? And the songs were amazing. This is amazing. So, yeah, let's have a meeting. And as soon as I had a meeting with them and told them where I was from, I was from, you know, this pop background, they were like, oh, right, okay. So I was like, oh, shit, you know? this is Really? Kind of- yeah, honestly, it was like, and it was, you know, I'd accomplished wow. something because BB Mac, you know, we we built this from absolute nothing. You know, I, I had this, I had my entrepreneur's hat on when we started BB Mac and we had no manager. We had nothing. We just had a right. bunch of songs. And, you know, we got our deal by going down to London and busking outside the record companies until they would Mm. come and let us in. And most of them didn't. In fact, we got moved by the police a few times, you know, and and like, you know, no, no, go away. And and we just didn't give up. And, you know, I had this kind of mentality at the time that I'm I'm not going to stop until I get what I want. Mm. And did it, absolutely smashed it, you know. And then to go from that and then trying to, you know, move to the next point in my career, I was, I hit this, I hit this, um, this wall I'll be honest with you and I was like "Ah, right okay I can't even use this massive success I've just had I can't even use this to kind of further myself on and Mm. it was a really weird thing but I had to start from ground zero again with all this dance stuff and um, that's what I did you know I had this the same mindset um, going into this new kind of electronic kind of part of my musical journey as it did when I started BB Mac and I did. And, you know, I just started to I think, right. Okay. These labels, they're not interested. Um, so I'll just, cause the songs were great. So I just started doing it my own and, and my space was, was my platform at the time. Mm. And now I am showing sure my age there, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, space. I remember it. Yeah. So, yeah and it was, um, you know, I, I, Start to put my music on my space and start to promote myself and start getting you know really great following on there and getting some traction. I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this myself. You know, I don't know if you can swear on this podcast, but I was like, fuck everyone. You know, I was like, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. I was like, right, this no, nothing's going to stop me. And then I got a I got a message from uh, Tiesto. And he messaged me on MySpace, said, You know, hello, mate. You know, uh, really love your songs. Can I can I can I do one of your songs? And I'd never heard of him. I'd never heard oh, of him. I'd oh, never wow. heard of him. So I messaged him. But I said, No, these are my songs. <laughs> uh, and I was like, Oh, I was like, you know, you, you know, I was like kind of like, Who is this guy wanting to take my songs off? You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting somewhere now, and this guy wants to just take my song and then, and um the next day, um Arnie, Arnie a guy called Arnie Bink who I still work with today and uh, I love him dearly from black hole records from, from Tiesto's label got in touch with me and said, listen, I think you should have a rethink here, Christian. I'm going to send you a DVD in the post. I was like, okay, there's my address. So he sent me this DVD and I put it on. I remember, and it was Tiesto um, in this booth in a stadium with like 60,000 people all going bananas. I was like, Ooh, um I was like, "Hey, Tiesto, uh, it's it's Christian Burns here. I remember from the other day? Uh, I was like, uh yeah. Listen, I said you still can't have my songs, I said, but what I'd like to do is uh, is is write a song with you.'" And he said, "Yeah, let's do it." So he he sent me this backing track, and and I wrote this song called "In the Dark," and that was mm. my first kind of entrance to the electronic music world. And this was in yeah, I think it was 2005 or something like that, 2006, and that song came out in 2007, and it was just the start of something beautiful. And since then, Alex, really, I, you know, I'll be honest, I've, ne- I've I've gotten to work with some of the, I've been blessed to work with some of the world's biggest names, you know, like yeah. Army van Buuren and BT, Benny Benassi and mm. PVD, Paul Van Dyke and all kinds of people. And, um, it was, the, it's the start, it was the start of something special. And, um, you know, and that's where I, I live today. I live, you know, in this electronic music world and my sound is evolving and changing. Um, but you know, that was, that was the story in a nutshell. That was a very short version of the story, but that's, you know, Amazing. how I ended up being here today. And, you know, I just feel blessed to do, I do what I love, mm. Alex, you know, and I think that's the key to success is to do something that you love you know, yeah. if you're trying to do something for for money or for or getting on a trend or whatever, if it's not inside your your heart and it's not what you love, you know, it's going to be harder. It's going to be a lot harder. So, you know, yeah. that's what I decided to do. And And, you know, and I and I. I love electronic music and it was something that, you know, I have to thank Tiesto for bringing me into this world and, you know, for introducing me to people like BT and stuff who, you know, someone like BT, I've had an re- amazing, one of my best friends now and we, we mm. work on music all the time together and, you know, the the, the amazing people I've got to work with, um, yeah, it all stems down from that, you know, that, that message, that one message I got, um, you know, on, on social media. From, from and do you think that's,
1: cover. do you think, I mean, just over your left shoulder, I can see, uh, see the the cover there on the, just over your left shoulder there. Oh yeah, that's the dish, uh, in the dark, yeah, that one is, <laughs> camera, that one, yeah. But do you, do you think it's, when you, when you look back at that and, and maybe, you know, the pandemic has, has given a lot of us time to kind of reflect back and, um, reorganize you know what we what we do and maybe re, reframe that but do you look back and think that was like serendipity it was just one of those things that that led you on this path that like you say you don't feel like you work a day of your life when you love what you do and i'm i'm the same but 99.99% of the world probably aren't like you and i who don't enjoy what they do i think you know i think it's a choice and i think serendipity is
0: a great word to use but i think you know you can you can really help yourself by putting yourself in situations, you know, yeah. people say, you know, when, you know, luck is is when preparation meets opportunity. So, you know, I was actively putting myself out there and doing all the right things, you know, and uh, I think if I wouldn't have been doing my part, I wouldn't have bumped into Tiesto, you know, so I think you can make your own luck in this world. You know, you've got to kind of be prepared and just put yourself uh, in, in
1: put yourself out to be able to, get these opportunities, you know? Mm. And you, you mentioned, like, you know, a lot of those names are literally, um, you know, to associate yourself, you know, with those type of people. Um, again, you know, my experience, I was listening to, you know, those tracks, you know, that you mentioned, not even realizing that that was you, because I'm, say, listening to something like a, a State of Trance by Arma Van Buren, and it's, he's literally playing everybody else's records, and I'm just, like, running along, running half marathon, <laughs> yeah, down, marathon. the ocean. Yeah. And then jump in, in the, jump into the sea afterwards, but not realizing, you know, that was your music. And then you go back and you're like, I know that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. And it's like, is that like sense of collaboration always being there for you or part of the game? Or is it again, that just happened because you put yourself out there and people have gradually, uh, you know, been drawn towards you, who you are, what you stand for and what you do and want to work with you. I think so, yeah. I think, um, you know, a lot
0: of the collaborations that I, I, I've done over the years uh, have all been linked in some way, um, even as diverse as they've been. You know, it's uh, you do a body of work and uh, it's like anything, you know, you get known for this. And then people the, the, look, the perfect scenario is when people are knocking on your door mm. and you don't have to go out fishing for things, you know. And I think if you just concentrate and, as I say, uh, being truthful for, to yourself and doing what you love, Um, You know, good stuff will happen, you know, and it's just it's just having that um, that mindset of just just being mindful of that and aware of that and trusting in that as well, because, you know, it's a lot of people uh, can panic and think you've got to do this, got to do that. But just do what you love and you'll get your best work. You know, whether you're doing a podcast, whether you're doing an online course or writing an album, you know, just concentrate and focus on, on that um and and you know i did fortunately you know a lot of people contact me now i'm in the position where people pick up the phone and get in touch with me and you know i have relationships with a lot of these people Mm. um yeah and i love collaborating as well i love i love it it's it's a fun
1: thing to do awesome um and you you mentioned mindset there a couple of times since since we have been chatting so i'm interested to to dive into that and uh when i you know look back and I, i knew who B.B. Mac was. I remember the band at the time. I didn't realize till I looked into it that you'd had a number one record in the US and that you'd cracked the US for whatever reason. I didn't know that I knew of you in the like, UK scenario. But how long have you had that mindset that you think anything is achievable? Did you have it before then, like when you, when you started the band? Like you said, you didn't have a manager or anything like that. You kind of did it organically, you did it yourselves. Well, it was
0: something that I didn't realize I had until I figured out that uh, what I've achieved, and it's something I'm always working on. I'll be honest with you, Alex. It's something mm. that I'm always developing, and I'm always trying to find ways to uh, improve my mindset. But I, one thing I can say is that I've found out um over years and years, over twenty years that it's it's literally it's literally everything. Yeah. You know, it can make or break yourself, and it's just having that trust, um, and you know, really, you know, kind of trying to amplify and trying to do things every day to make to, to enhance your mindset. Because, you know, when I when I came, when I didn't realize it, and when when I when we got the success with BB Mark, I had this mindset that nothing would stop me, mm. and nothing would stop us. And 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 I think about what we achieved. And it was pretty impressive what we achieved from three guys from the North, Northern England with no manager, no nothing, an acoustic guitar and a handful of songs on a piece, piece of scraps of paper, you know, and it just, you know, strategies is another good one. You know, if you combine a good mindset with a good strategy, Mm. then you've got magic you know and and this I didn't realize at the time this was the entrepreneur in me coming out and I didn't realize it's just all I knew and I just thought right I've got to do this so I got I got this book called the the, the Showcase International Showbook and it was like a, a directory of every record company in the country and I made lists and right um you know and we even went to Virgin so we've got a meeting uh with, with Richard Branson uh you know and we were like getting guys, you haven't got a meeting with Richard Branson. No, we have, can, can we come in? You know, it was just like this <laughs> absolute ballsy attitude, which like, yeah. just fuck it, you know, just go for it. What We had nothing to lose. And that I, it was only years later when I kind of had to, I, I felt myself at rock bottom again, you know, uh, after the band and after, you know, and then I was trying to get a deal and I couldn't. Uh, and, and, and I was like, right, I, I've got to do something about this. And I was like, what was the thing I did for the BB mm-hmm. Mac to get the success? And I put it all down to mindset because it was, and I thought it was easy. It was easy. And when you've got the right mindset, things are easy. Yeah, and, you know, place, it, 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 It's really mm-hmm. true. And it, it, it's like, it's such a powerful thing. And, and it's the one thing I've learned and I can look back now, you know, reflect 20 years later to say, yes, mindset is everything you know in life you know and we all want to be happy and that's the goal isn't it it's, you know it's not the money it's not this it's not whatever it's just happiness that's what we're all striving for and i think a healthy mind and things you can do to kind of help help that and keep it keep it steering in the right direction um you know and being aware of things you know because once you're aware of thinking negative or anything like that if you're aware of it you go ah right i'm thinking negative I, i'm going to i'm going to change i'm going to interrupt that that feedback yep. loop. Now I'm not going to wallow in this negativity. I'm. I, I feel I'm being negative. I'm going to stop that. I'm going to do something positive. And once you can figure out that you're halfway there,
1: you know, once you're aware, it rhymes. By the way, it does. <laughs> but you, you, you've got to. You've got to be awareness, isn't it? It's key for that because. If you're aware that that's happening, and you've got the the tools to do that, so you've been that's made it. aware of the tools you could do it, but if you don't, if you're not even aware of that, and you're you're constantly wallowing in that, and that's always the way you've been, maybe Th- that's, and that's it. That's up. it. And I was I was I went for a spell where I was being really
0: negative, and. I didn't really understand how the mindset helped me achieve this massive monumental thing all these years before. Mm. And now I do. and now I you know I do interrupt myself when I'm thinking negative because I'm aware of it, and it's 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 such a game changing thing. And you know if you can just know when you've been negative or if you're doing something that's that's not helping you at all and and kind of interrupt that pattern and change mm. it it's you're on the you're on the you're on yeah you're on the upward motion then you know
1: and what do you do do you i see you like go for you you enjoy going out into nature you know something that a lot people have done a lot more of i think in the last 18 months and you know and i'm the same kind of lucky where i live to be able to go to the beach or end up in the forest you know quite quickly um but for, for yourself do you do that do you play music that's another way to obviously change uh, your, your mood change your circumstance change your mindset yeah I mean I do get out I mean I
0: spend a lot of time in the studio um and I do get out but sometimes you know I'll I'll just um I, f- I don't suffer from the procrastination anymore and and what I do it's very simple uh, if I've got something monumental to do like you know I've been creating these courses um for my students for you know for the academy which we'll talk about probably in a bit mm-hmm. but uh, you know it's big long you know it's like overwhelming oh my god I've got to do like 12 hours worth of content here and, and what this and what I do is I just start and as painful as it is yeah I force myself literally to go and open the laptop and like pain I'm feeling pain and I just start and then <laughs> I get over that first initial five minutes and then before you know it, I've done two hours three hours work and I'm like all right okay and that helps me my mindset as well, it helps. Cause you know, the worst thing about procrastination is it's just a negative spiral thing. The more you're not doing something and you're thinking about it, the more you feel disappointed in yourself and the more you can have these negative thoughts, then you get panicky thinking I've not done anything and it's just a negative thing. So I don't do that anymore. And I just force myself as painful as it can be to just start, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I get out, I like to get out and, and go for walks. I'm lucky to be surrounded by this stunning, you know, countryside in, you know, where I am up in Lancashire at the moment, um, you know, stark contrast to Los Angeles where I came from, you know, last year, but it's, it's beautiful and it's really helps me kind of, defragment my brain and mm. just kind of go for a walk so i love that i know you go you love going into the sea and it's just it's, it's just yeah. a great thing you know to be out with nature get outside because you know us you know entrepreneurs spend a lot of time on your laptops a lot of time in an office or a studio or wherever on your laptop and it's just it's inspiring i find to get out um but i'll be honest with you you know the the, the one thing i use as a as a tool um uh, as a as a as a comfort or a pacifier to help me when I'm feeling like that, is that I'll I'll write a song and you know creating and writing music for me is like therapy and right. I, I, it's it's like I can I can tap into that that creative flow state and just kind of get lost in the music and you know as well as doing that I'm actually building a body of work for my business as well so it's a win win situation for me um, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I just try and I, I've got to get outside because I can do it sometimes. I'm like, you know, 10, 12 hours in the studio and I definitely take a break every hour, even five minutes. Um, but then I'll get out for a good hour and just have a good walk. And it just mm-hmm. I, I just find for me, if I get stuck on writing a song, um, getting outside or go making some food or whatever, that one line I was struggling with it pops into my head while I'm making a ham sandwich. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's true. When you when you, you take your focus off it, it's like your subconscious then kind of feeds it to you and goes, this is the line you're looking for. You know, yeah. this, this is what works for me. So it's not just to get out of the studio for like, you know, posture and everything like that, which is great for that, to have a break if you sat down all day. But for me, you know, um, getting out and getting away from it can really start to um, garner these nuggets of, of gold inspiration, you know, mm. that just come to you when you kind of step away from something because uh,
1: sometimes you can't see the wood for the trees, you know, you can't, but I think like you say, it's, it's just getting started. It's doing that one thing. And maybe you don't even know what that one thing is, but it's to do something, isn't it? Whether, whether it's, you know, send, send an email, pick up a phone, have a phone call, research a website on the internet. It's, it's that one thing And for me, it's often thinking, you know, what is It's one of my favorite books called The One Thing. And it's literally just like, what is the one thing in any given hour, in any week, in any day, in any month, in any quarter, that is that big domino that will knock all the other dominoes over and, and get you going. But often people can't, like you say, see the wood for the trees and see which is that big domino. But if you actually just started with something, you then get into that flow state at some point in time, like you think. Like you say, it's before it's you as know simple it. as it
0: sounds, as simple as that sounds, it's so true, Alex. Yeah. I think it's a simple concept. You just start, you know, mm. just do that one thing. Um, I've not read that book, but
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna read that book actually. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll i I'll um I'll come up with the author i think it's gary keller the guy's name is but i will uh, I will, i will look it up and for you like during the last you know 15 16 months or so um coming from where you were you know making music uh performing live to then you know boom lockdown in the uk how did that you know impact your mindset and i'm thinking from a you know um you know maybe a little bit naive but the way the the music industry would work if you're an artist you you get paid um if people buy your music through you know royalties um when you tour uh you get paid you get you get merchandise and maybe there's commercial opportunities with soundtracks to films and adverts and things like that so correct me if i'm wrong but is that broadly how it is and then lockdown happened and you're like what's happening now? yeah i mean i think you know
0: most a lot of musicians you know now to just rely on your streaming royalties (laughs) is you know it's it's a different world we're living in Uh, but i think a lot of a lot of musicians are you know i see them on clubhouse they're around scrambling for crumbs and moaning about you know um the royalties are so low and blah 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 but there's other things you can do There are so many other revenue streams you can do as a musician you know merchandise and virtual shit shows and you know Mm. teaching was something i started to do Yeah. Um, But it was it was it was definitely, you know, I was I went through uh, it was a really weird time because I was living in L.A. um, And then I came back from L.A. So I left after leave my car over there, my studio over there, literally everything and come back because I didn't want to get trapped inside America and not being able to see my parents and blah, blah, blah. And then I went through a breakup as well on top of that. So that was all that. So I was like, wow. So I've gone from this life I had in Los Angeles to like, you know, all of a sudden everything was over there. I had no studio, nothing. I was on my own. And it was just a real test on my mindset. Absolutely. Mm. But, you know, like I said, I've been through enough now to know how to combat that, you know, and it was like, you know, I'm proud of myself how I've come out the other end and I have come out the other end of this and I turned it around. I mean, don't get me wrong for a couple of months there when lockdown started, I had a unlimited supply of Stella. I had dominoes on speed dial and I was just watching <laughs> the news 24 seven biting my nails. You know, and I was like, okay, I realized, okay, this is not going away now and I can't go mm. on like this. So I decided, right, this is time. So I started going back to the gym and then, you know, it's, uh, I, I I accomplished a lot during lockdown, Alex. I, I built a whole academy. Um, mm. My album that's just come out, Love Songs from Suburbia, I wrote a whole album. I really uh, took a step back and and I did the album I, I wanted to do, um, and I'm super proud of it. Um, it's a new direction for me, more deeper sound. Um, but I kind of – I was in isolation. I was on my own. And I wrote this whole album, which is just, it's peppered in hope. And the reason for that is because I was going through some pain at the time through my own, you know, personal circumstances. And uh, as as everyone was going through monumental, challenging times, you know, I'm not saying, oh, it was poor me. It was like everyone was going through struggle. But I made the the decision to to write this song and, and manifest hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of just writing about pain, And suffering, I I did, and 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 then. It's funny as as you go through the album, towards the end of it, you know, it was this kind of like, you know, there's a song on there called "The Hands That Matter," which is about, you know, finding that place and being um, through the other side of the fear and the struggle, and getting making it to the other side, kind of thing, and 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 with a positive ending. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was a it was a weird time. It felt like the the world was on pause. It was just a crazy, weird time, wasn't it, for everyone? And um, you know, I, I, I did come out the other end with some amazing assets that I created from lockdown. So for me, it was giving me the time to focus on stuff I wouldn't. I was so busy before traveling here, flying to Russia, doing this and doing touring here and everywhere. And as much as I love that, and I miss it so much. It gave me the time. It was like the world was on pause, and it, you know, the academy was was a was a huge thing for me to do that I've been wanting to do for years, and I actually did it. You know, I actually did it, and um, I was going to say my own selfish way as well. You know, me me actually serving people and helping people was the way to aid my recovery. Mm. I think it's a great tool. You know, if you're really struggling, just go and help somebody else. It's a weird thing that happens. And it's just kind of, it really helped me. And and getting all the, the testimonials and the messages off people who literally, some of them were in tears because, you know, they'd I'd helped them figure something out that they were stuck on for mm. years. And to get that energy coming back to me, you know, I was missing this energy from stage where usually I'm performing, and it's a We're positive feedback, aren't you? Yeah, it's a positive yeah. feedback loop, and I was missing that. I, I was really missing it, and then I did with the course, and then I was getting the testimonials, and and that was feeding that part of me that I was craving mm-hmm. that. I was missing that um, that positivity and that, and that feedback loop, and that I got that from the academy in the end, which was a hidden kind of reward for me. So it was all it. It's all worked out great in the end mate but yeah what um what a weird
1: year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's it's funny like when you say and i, I want to dive into the academy because we connected on, on on clubhouse and i think i'd seen you in some of the entrepreneurial business rooms and that kind of piqued my interest and you know you, you, you for those who haven't been on Clubhouse, you click on someone's profile and then if they have got their instagram hooked up it takes you to instagram um and you read about that person and then i was like oh my wife's following this guy who is this guy? And then I was like, "Oh yeah, Tiesto." And I was like, "I've been listening to his music for years. This is crazy." <laughs> but you know, I'm going to ask you: Is that something that you had always wanted to do, and you simply hadn't had like the bandwidth to actually sit down and get it done? Because I did something similar in that I did um, my podcasting course, but it was an absolute ball ache to do it. It's something you would always wanted to do, but sitting down to actually, like you say put together 12 hours worth of content of filming yourself, for me is like the painful bit, the audio yeah. not so much, but all of that is just like, people don't realize how much emotion I think, and especially for singing, I could imagine, and producing, pr- production, a lot of emotion goes into it. Alex, it's it was something, um, I
0: mean, maybe I was a bit naive going into it, but it was like, I mean, think about it, with Record Ready Vocals, which is what my course on vocal production, which is like four or five hours plus 12 hours, on the songwriting top line masterclass. It's like 16, 17 hours of of content of like solid content. It's not just fluff, you know, and it's like to tap into all that knowledge, you know, over 25 years is absolutely draining. And I was like, oh yeah, I can just talk and I'll write, I'll do like, you know, four, I can do 10 hours a day, you know, and I was like, wow. And I do like, I do an hour's worth of content and my brain was fried and I would be like, Pathetic wreck, like I'm going to bed, you know. So it was, it was a monumental thing. But what happened? It was actually by accident, Alex. Because me and BT um, we're about to launch a label this year. We've got a, a new record company called Cassette Recordings, and we we've been working on this and um, for for a couple of years now. And we've signed a bunch of artists, and I you know, know these artists are incredible. They're so so talented. But you know, a common thing. I was finding if, you know, with, with some, some of, not all the artists, but a few of them, you know, they were struggling with um, lyrics, with vocal production and vocal sound because, you know, vocals, it's the hardest, most dynamic instrument there is out in there. You know, it's the hardest thing to do properly and it's an art form and, I was kind of started just doing zooms with some of the some of the artists that were signed to our roster, and I was like, right, listen, jump on. I'm going to do a little uh, masterclass thing, and I'm going to help you. And I was like, right, okay. So I was doing one on ones, and I was just doing it just to help them. And I was trying to fit this in with everything else. And I was like, and then the penny drop. I thought, you know, I can put some videos together and just send it to the to the to the, to the artists, and they can learn. And then I thought, well, I can, you know, instead of just helping my artist, I can help a lot more people than this. And mm. that's when the penny dropped and I thought, oh, I'm in lockdown and I've got the time to do it. So I started to look into, um, at first I was looking into Patreon and thinking, I could use Patreon. Yeah. And, like, and then I started to figure out, you know, different systems of ways to deliver in online courses and building academies. And then I was in a wormhole and then I, and then I bumped into Russell Brunson and his funnels. Yeah. And I was like, funnels, what's a funnel? Oh, and then I was like, oh, had gone, and then you know, I just I read about fifty books on it all, and you know, I was just like, yeah, and it's been too like I've been sniffing around this stuff now for a long time, and it's like the, you never stop learning, you know, with the marketing side of everything, Alex. Mm. I'm sure you know, you know, it's yeah, I've been content. through that myself. Yeah, I mean? awesome books. oh yeah. my dear, it's like so. Um, it was it was that, but it was all that stemmed from you know just working with some of the artists and helping these guys and just then having the penny drop where you know I can I thought I can help a lot of people because a lot of the stuff I've done Alex a lot of my methods you won't find on YouTube you won't find them anywhere the stuff I've invented myself mm-hmm. and I've developed over the years and techniques um you know to kind of to uh, easier ways to do things I suppose that's a good way of putting it um so I, I knew I could really help a lot more people and that that's what it's all about you know the the, um, the Record Ready Academy, which is, is the overarching, you know, the academy name, um, it, it's about doing things a little bit different. And, you know, really tapping into things like your computer and using your computer as un- unlocking the power of your computer as a co-writer, not just as a tool to capture stuff. So I use it, you know, in the Top Line Masterclass, I use the computer more of like a co-writer rather than just a, a canvas. Um, but it's been... It's been it's been what a journey,
1: but it's um, was it cathartic as well at the same time going through that process for you, getting you know all of your knowledge down onto it's it's essentially it's a library, isn't it? It's you know some kind of legacy. That's the way I always think of it that you that you will leave behind, and you've obviously got your music as well that people will be there forever and a day. But is is it it. the knowledge you got?
0: That's it, and you know I've been in a really lucky situation really i'm not like any other artist because i've done the bb max stuff all those years ago you know i got to sit with like you know the world's best grammy winning producers and writers and engineers and i've been in every bloody studio in, in in los angeles and new york and sang on frank sinatra's microphone and you know worked with grammy winning this and grammy winning that and I, and, I, and and what i did at the time you know, I was kind of like just sat there, and I, I'd be I'd be in the studio all the time making notes, watching these yeah. guys. So I learned from the greatest people in the world, and um, you know, this is before really computers. It was all like hardware. So all I've done is I've taken all that knowledge, you know, from all the amazing people I've worked with, and it's kind of into you know, and my own methods as well, and I've put it into this 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 body of work which you, you you're so right it's it's a it's a legacy you know i'm leaving and it just feels it just felt like when i started thinking about it it felt like almost like a responsibility like i've mm-hmm. got to do this now and as 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 hard as this is going to be um i've got to do it because it's it's gonna help a lot of people and yeah. you know and and for me you know i've told you like music really helped me not just as a listener But as a creator, music, creating music is a way to escape. And it's been a massive part of therapy for me over the years. And I think if I can give somebody else that chance to experience this absolute joy and bliss that I get through creating music, well, it's gotta be a great thing to put out in the world. And if I can help the world sound a little bit better, well, I think that's just, you know, that's my gypsy as a human being, you know, and my time spent here. I can always say, um, you know, that's what I did. And, uh, you know, it's all for a good cause. So,
1: mm. Love it. And it was, it was interesting because I was chatting with uh, Piers Linney prior to this, uh, former Dragons Den investor, um, who's not a million miles away from you, I think, in, in Preston. Yes, um, road. Yeah, I thought he might be. And, and he was saying that um, the reason he decided to – to put his course together was that he was up saying, I get asked the same questions. And he said, I could be having a queing for a coffee in Starbucks. And said, I'm even like going to the toilet in a urinal in a hotel. And somebody just turns to me and go, I knew that guy from dragon's down. And then he asked him the question. He's like, I've been asked the same question, but I can't the amount of people who ask me for a one-to-one or meet me for a coffee. And he's like, there is not enough time in the day, but if I can do that kind of one-to-many model. Yeah, that's
0: it. And that, then I kind of the
1: same. It. you know, I I would get,
0: you know, fans asking me all the time, like, "Oh, how do you write your lyrics? And where do you get you? You know, how do you write songs? And what comes first, the lyric or the melody?" And all these questions. Yeah. And and I, you know, I, I do, I do, yeah, you know, I, I try and answer, but I'm not really doing them a, a, a service and justice if I'm just giving them a, like a two sentence answer, or whatever. You know, I want to go, I wanted to speak more about it, and then I find myself, oh wow, I've, oh I've got to go do work. I've got you know, I've got work today. I'm, just, I've got so much to do most of the time, most of the time traveling. So I thought, this is just a way of me like, right, okay. So if anyone texts me, hey, how'd you do that? I say, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Check that out. You know,
1: Episode three, chapter yeah. three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: there you go. So, you know, it was a way of, of doing that as well and helping, you know, people, because there's been, you know, when I started writing songs and, and you know, writing lyrics and producing, it was it was covered in mystery, you know there was there were no online courses 20 years ago. there was no nothing. You could go to university and learn music, but they still didn't teach you how to write modern pop music. It was like, mm. oh this is a quaver, this is a semiquaver. this is you know, it's all like music theory and all that, which is all great. Um, but you know, in this modern age, you don't need to know all the ins and outs of mo- of music theory to write songs. You know, I teach something called, you know, um, music theory for the modern musician, which is, it's broke down to just the core of what you need to know. And, uh, you know, I think there was was always this mystery around songwriting, and I just wanted to debunk that and and kind of share that now and and just share it with everyone and kind of say, listen, listen, this is what goes on. This is how you do it, you know? (laughs) Um, And which does come first? (laughs) Well, <laughs> for me, the, by the way, there are no rules. I know that sounds very vague, but for me, the melody. Right. But I do have nuggets of, of, of lyrics, which, you know, again, it, and I teach people about everyday inspiration, you know, about finding, you know, I was in the car the other week with my dad and he said, you know, I didn't see it, it was on my blind side. You know, there was a car come from and I was like, dad, what are you doing? He said, I didn't see it, it was on my blind side. And I wrote that down, that that line, and, you know, it, it's about, and it turned it into this, I've started this song and it's, it's turning out beautiful. And it's like, it's just about knowing where to look for inspiration because inspiration is everywhere, you know? And it's just about t- telling people how to channel this inspiration, you know, and uh, in, in, from everyday life into your music. Um, so I do have nuggets of like lines and lyrics, but for me mostly, um, I, I yeah, I teach this the loop method when I'm writing melodies and stuff, and then I turn it into lyrics afterwards. But that
1: that's that's me, you know. This, is my, this is my way. Yeah, and and how do you see it kind of moving forward? Um, you know, at this time that we're talking, uh, you know, June 2021 for those who are listening to it that much forward um as the world we hope opens up in the uk and and throughout the world um how do you see your academy sitting alongside like you say launching a record label you've got a new album uh, that's out there i'm assuming you'll be touring at some point if not towards the end of this year maybe next year um is, is there like a big master plan at the moment or how does it all in your mind at least kind of all sit alongside? well i mean through?
0: this is the great thing about um you know, doing it the way I'm doing it. And yeah, it's a big part of the future for me. Um, Like I say, I've been like a drug, been helping people and been getting this feedback. And it's like, I'm loving it. I'm loving what it's, how it's changing people's lives. So, and it, for me, I, you know, I love, speaking it's inspiring to me to speak to new artists and really dive into it as well it inspires me and I meet some amazing talented people who who spark creativity off in me as well so I'm definitely doing more of it and uh you know the great thing about doing like you know group coaching um one-to-one coaching over zoom and stuff like that is I can be on tour and I can say right well I've got my coaching class tonight Tuesday night and you know I go on every week with my students and I can be anywhere in the world, you know, I can be uh, anywhere and I can literally do still run the academy. So, you know, it's initially for me, it's it's just creating this 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 body of work, um, which uh, is, is being monumental, like I said. But really, uh, you know, it's just talking to people and, and coaching them and supporting them, you know, so through through video conferencing and through a community. I've got as well as part of the academy, so I can do it from anywhere, and that's the great thing about you know this this age of and I think a lot of people have figured out during COVID, you know, ah, you know, we can work from home, we can do stuff, and more and more people are realizing that you know online courses are incredible. You know, uh, you can empower yourself with the skill set in whatever it is, whether it's creating a podcast you know, like yourself and, and, you know, or whether it's cr- creating music or learning how to arrange flowers, whatever. You can really focus in on that thing. You want to know that niche thing and you can absolutely, you know, give yourself, give yourself this gift uh, of knowledge for life. So it, it, I think more and more people now uh, it's getting switched on to this, you know? I mean, to listen, to go to, I'm not saying to get a proper education on music and go to Berkeley College of Music is not, a bad thing. I'm saying, wow, amazing. But you know, some of these online things for that is like, you know, they're like 25, 30 grand or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's like, if you just want to niche down, I just want to learn how to write lyrics or want to do something like this, you know, you can really pick and choose who you want to work with and you can have access to these people. And uh, you know, the great thing about doing what I do and when I'm doing the online coaching, it's the, it's the it's people, they sign up, they love the accountability. You know, they love the homework and they love the fact that I'm on their ass like every week making sure they do it because I really want them to get results. I really want them to have this transformation, you know, because there's, you know, there's there's so much information out there and people aren't looking for information. You can go to YouTube and find this information. People want a transformation Mm. and that's what I focus on. You know, I take them on a journey and I transform them, um, from, from here to here. And, and, and it's a, it's a really empowering thing for them, you know, to empower yourself with your skill sets. No one can stop you then, you know, Mm. Um, because there's a lot, there's a lot of charlatans around in the music industry, you know, and people who don't know how to write songs or don't know how to record the vocals, they can get ripped off very easily. If you don't know who you're working with. Mm. So, you know, learn to do it yourself, Uh, save yourself a lot of money and that's, that's and give yourself that feeling of self achievement, you know,
1: yeah, no, I think th- I think you're right. All the information is already out there, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. Um, and for you, I didn't. So I didn't realize you were living in LA before then. Um, so, do you, have you got plans to go back there, or are you pretty ensconced where you are, or, or is it you know, the lifestyle? It, it, you're going to see how the land lies because of where touring might be out, may not be at Come the end of this. Yeah, well, year. I mean, it's very
0: Los Angeles, very similar to Wigan. Um, <laughs> uh, From someone I who know, went to LA twice a month for 16 yeah. years, I know that's not a fact. Do you know what, <laughs> Alex? At the moment, you know it's great. It's been great to be surrounded by friends and family. It's been amazing, actually. Uh, that's been lovely. Um, and this moment, at this moment in time, you know the world is still a little bit shaky and rocky. So I'm going to st- I'm going to stay here for the for the next six months, and then in six months, I'll reassess the situation. You know, the world's my oyster and uh, I don't know yeah. where I am go- I could end up wearing a poncho and living on a beach in Tulum. Who knows? I don't know yet. I, I'm just going to, you know, for the time being, I'm going to stay. Um, I'm going to stay here um, with friends and family and just, you know, I've got a lot of exciting things going on with the academy, which I'm working on. And, and I'm just focusing on that at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'm going to reassess it in six months. I, I want to kind of let the world calibrate again and mm. kind of get back to a kind of solid place at uh, the moment, you know, with with this, with the Indian variant and with everything else. And then you can fly here. Oh, no, you can't now stay now. You know, it's like it's all a bit still a bit yeah. upside down, I think, you know, and we, I know we're all so desperate to get back to normality. You know, I am as much as everyone else is, but I just think at this moment in time, it's still a bit we're still in a bit rocky waters but I'm, I'm i'm hoping i'm hopeful you know in 6 months time we'll be in a, we'll all be in a different place um you know and we we'll, we'll, we'll see what's we'll see what's going on there i can't plan too
1: far ahead in the future i've never done no, that no. I, I, Well, I was going to say the natural cycle would be would it not um you know produce some um, some new music and then go and actually sing it and and uh, perform it for people. But you, you're not going to be able to do that now that you've just launched this new album. And I've heard, I think, one of the songs, Tigers. That yeah, senior. yeah, yeah. Which are, which are and it's different direction, definitely. It's from, a different direction, I like it, though, it, you know. But it's a uh, bit deeper. feels it feels it feels like a bit deeper that you're drawing people in a little bit more. Like, it's my, deeper, and do you know what?
0: I'll be honest with you. It just feels like I finally. Come home as far as finding a sound and aesthetic that feels right for me. And, it, and like I say, this whole album, you know, I did um during lockdown, and it feels it was it was much. It, it, this again, it's about doing something you love, and it's yeah. If, it it was so easy to write and 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 you know create this album because it feels like finally I found. A home um, for for my creativity and music. So there's going to be more of this to come um, under the you know my Christian Burns moniker. And obviously, I have I have other different projects and I, I still work. I still do some trance music and still do all this stuff. You know, as a, as a guest vocalist, I, I love doing that. You know, the variation. But as far mm-hmm. as the stuff I'm going to do, yeah, this new sound, this deeper sound, um, is is where I'm, I'm just feeling it. Maybe I'm, Maybe it's just, you know, I think one thing that's happened during lockdown is like the BPMs of, of dance music has got a lot slower. And it's mm. a thing. It's, we've been talking about it on Clubhouse. It's because, you know, people aren't out in clubs. Well, they weren't out in clubs, ah, they were in the kitchen. Right. They, they yeah, in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's happened. It's like been a natural kind of mm. shift and, you know, this new deeper sound and, and, and things. BPMs have slowed down because people have been in the living rooms you know oh, not, not in a club you know so yeah. and people have been listening to twitch streams and stuff in the homes and when you're in your home you're really not jumping up and down fist pumping the air are you you know you kind of <laughs> sat down having a nice glass of wine and so yeah you know, um i think this album this new album of mine yeah it really fits uh me as a as a as a as an artist of where I am, uh, you know, in my life and uh, lyrically and musically, so yeah, I'm really, really excited that it's out now, and you know, everyone uh, is, you know, it's the response has been just incredible, Alex. Awesome. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about the future and about creating more, more of the same.
1: Mm. If- well well, look I, I look forward to the day that you uh, you can tour again and and play uh, music live, and i'd uh, I'd love to be there. Like fr- friends of my, two of my friends own the two of the biggest nightclubs in in Bournemouth, and they've literally been shut, you know, for. 15 months. And then I literally saw a post last week and he, and he put Ferry Ferry very was coming to play in ball. Amazing. Like, yeah. Someone Not I've seen, Harry. play, like, yeah, well, you, I said, you must know him. I and mean, I've seen him play in like places like Shanghai and stuff. And I've been through over the years, but I've never um, seen him in like hometown. I thought he must be one of the first people who've actually put themselves out there to start touring again.
0: Yeah. Ferry, uh you know, Ferry's always very active on the scene. He's always out and about. We've done so many shows together over the years and he's a great guy. Um, we did a song together um with me Chicane and Ferry Corst a few years ago called The
1: Thousand Suns so I don't yes. know if you've checked that one out. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah that yeah. was me too Alex. Yeah. <laughs> like was oh, <is> that you? <laughs> another one So Chicane another another old favourite. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so
0: my. yeah no it's good it's it's great that things are opening up again mate. It's
1: really great. It is. It. it is. And and for you, last question, and maybe is with with the record label um, with BT, and I see you guys um, hosting a bunch of stuff on Clubhouse there. Uh, again, is that something that you've always wanted to do? That's just come from conversations between between the two of you. Again, it's something that happened organically. It was something that we were
0: getting a lot of artists that we loved, uh, you know, contacting us and saying, you know, sending demos and stuff. And we said, right. you know what, well, let's just put something together. So it's something we've been working on. Uh, And later on this year, we're going to be releasing some first stuff from the artists. And we actually released our first All Hail the Silence album called Daggers um, on cassette recordings. So that was the first release on the label. Um, But yeah, we're excited to be working with some incredible artists and uh, excited to, you know, where that's going to go in the future. Awesome.
1: Uh, Well, look, um, I know you are crazy busy. So you just launched your your new album, an easiest place for people to find you. Obviously, um, Instagram is where I found you and I've seen you on on Clubhouse as well, at Christian Burns. But uh, anywhere else you would send people other than, say, I guess, Spotify, Apple Music, Yeah,
0: I mean, it's actually at Christian Burns underscore on Instagram because people forget that off. There's another Christian Christian Burns underscore at the end. Um, But yeah, Instagram, um, christianburns.com. You know, all the links for socials are on there and you can sign up to newsletters and whatever. Um, But yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm all over the place, Alex. (laughs) All the usual places. And you can actually see me on Clubhouse and me and BT every Wednesday and Thursday evening. Uh, we do, um, from 9pm UK time, we go on Clubhouse and we help, you know, artists and we give production tips and we talk about, you know, musicians' mindset and everything else. So, you know, that's that's two nights a week, Wednesday and th- Thursday on uh, Clubhouse.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen the rooms in the hallway with the two of you there and I've seen them. Um, I've met Ilan Bluestone as well through Clubhouse so I'm interviewing yeah. as well. Elan uh, comes album, in there I-
0: and he does Friday nights as well he does uh, what does okay. stuff. yeah Elan. yeah what a top guy and uh, yeah we, we uh, just celebrated recently he had his, his album went to number one everywhere so he's just released his new album as well which is
1: fantastic it's, fantastic. it's incredible so go and check that out if yeah. you've not amazing well look thank you for your time uh much appreciated i'm glad we we nailed this and it kind of worked out timing wise with the with a new album coming out and obviously the the academy is a great resource for people who want to you know um hone their craft in the industry so well done you for for getting everything out there and putting it down something that people can access because having been through the process myself i know it's not an easy thing to do (laughs) Yeah. yeah well thanks alex thanks So as I said, I'm super excited to make this one happen. Um, Been listening to Christian's music for the last decade and a half. A lot of it unbeknown to me because he's worked with everyone from uh, my favourite DJ, Armin van Buren, through to other favourites of mine that I've seen uh, in person and heard, the likes of BT, um, Tiesto, Ferry Corsten. And the Pauls, Oakenfold and Van Dyke, as well as Chicane, who are legends uh, in this space. So, you know, this era of electronic dance music, um, he's taken things further now, uh, you know, through. The pandemic and the different experience of recording on his own and brought out his 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 own album, "Love Songs from Suburbia," and I'm I'm super pleased for him that it's got to uh, got to number one as well. But that's amazing, and I lo- love the fact you know we met on Clubhouse. As I say, um, he was in some of the entrepreneur rooms that I was running, and he's um, you know making. Taking that step, you know, during the pandemic to to build a business helping others create and write their own music as well. So, you know, loads that we talked about. Um, I didn't. It's one of those interviews conversations, I guess, that uh, just took on a life of its own and went off in different directions. And for me, I love the conversation around mindset um, and you know, hearing his story about what happened after BB Mac finished the success he'd had with that with that um, boy band and then going with his own music to different record companies and, and getting that rejection and how he overcame that rejection, how he's always had that mindset um, to break through and do something possible that he's always believed that he could do anything. Um, and it's. I think it's something I, I definitely don't think I've always had it, but it's definitely something that I've believed in more and more since doing 75 hard since running a marathon, uh, things like that definitely changed the way I think with regards to, um, being in situations and believing that you can do anything. It's, it's having that, that mindset is, is absolutely key. And, and, you know, trusting yourself, trusting the process, but believing that ultimately, if you, if you turn up every day, you trust the process, ultimately you will be successful. No one or nothing will stop you. So, um, And I love the fact that he's, you know, built this business, um, created this course and is helping other people um, do what he loves. And and again, I just love chatting to people who love what they do, are passionate about what they do. I mean, I wouldn't want to chat to people who didn't. But, you know, it's a sad fact that um, I don't know what the statistic is, but, you know, most people you speak to, what they do is their job. It's their J-O-B. It's not something they're particularly passionate about. It's something they fell into. And they're just doing, and, you know, it just always makes me sad, really. Um, We we get one shot at this life, as far as we're aware. No one's come back to tell us any different. So make the most of it. You might as well be doing something that you enjoy doing. Um, And I know it's quite difficult sometimes to break out of situations um, where you're not having fun. Sometimes you feel that you you have to continue what you're doing to pay the bills, Um, and, and it's a jump, To go out and on your own. It is, you know, especially without um, a safety net. But ultimately, um, you know, if you want it bad enough, you'll find a way. If you'd like to learn how to launch and grow your own number one rated podcast like this with zero experience, zero knowledge and zero tech skills. Come and join me at ultimatepodcastmastery.com where I've just launched for a limited number of people brand new podcast membership course. So you'll get access to my Ultimate Podcast Mastery membership course. You'll get my digital workbook, my progress sheet, my launch checklist, and all of the nitty-gritty cheat sheets, templates, and scripts the Podpreneur way. You'll also get weekly live Q&A with me, exclusive WhatsApp group chat, and entry to my private Facebook group, as well as access to all my past interviews and trainings with special guests as well. This is available for a limited time for a limited number of people, So once it's gone, it's gone. But if you'd like to learn how to do exactly what I'm doing now, then I'll show you how. Head on over to ultimatepodcastmastery.com. Over the last four years of this show, I've detailed the habits, routines and rituals of some of the world's most successful Entrepreneurs. Where I found I needed a little help was in my evening routine, especially how I unwind before bed. Do you have a routine or do you leave it to chance? Some of the most talked about things you can do include putting your phone down, switching your screen off an hour or so before bed, stretching, taking a hot shower and not eating rich food or drinking alcohol too close to bedtime. These are great ideas, but not everybody's lifestyle can accommodate them which is why I decided to take a deep sleep nootropic called Boost, brought to you by Pure Sports CBD called Unwind. It helps you both get to sleep and helps your sleep quality too. So I've partnered with Pure Sports CBD to provide a premium and trusted natural product to help you as a busy entrepreneur go further. You can get 20% off their entire range by going to puresportcbd.com and entering the code JUSTDOIT20. That's Just JUSTDOIT20. If you found value in this free podcast, all I ask is that you tell somebody else about it. You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social tagging me in the screw it, just do it hashtag But if you do, I promise to give you a shout out on a future episode and you have my eternal thanks. I'm at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook, plus at Alexander Chisnell on Instagram. Alongside the Screw It, Just Do It Facebook page, this houses the Screw It, Just Do It community and has the most up-to-date information on all things Screw It, Just Do It, including all of our live events. I love hearing from you if you either message me on LinkedIn or email alex at screwitjustdoit.org. I promise to reply, just give me a little time.